This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. This is The Drop, and I am Lance Descott, and we are here to talk some blues hockey. Going into this game against the Flames, we've got to be honest here. The Blues have not played well in the last two games. The Islanders really outplayed them. The uh, Coyotes outplayed them for probably the first period and a half, two periods. The Blues finally woke up and won that game in a shootout. Tough game for the Blues. And then the Islanders game, just huge mistakes. Giving the puck up in their own end, allowing two-on-one breaks, three-on-two breaks, three-on-one breaks, allowing guys to get to the puck in front of the net, not clearing the puck out from in front of the net, allowing guys to skate around like they were on a holiday. And you're kind of wondering, is this Blues team in a slump? Is this Blues team as good as their record has been so far? Are they coming down just a little bit back down to earth to where maybe they should be? Or is this just a bad stretch for them and they're just not executing properly? Well, we would find that out in the Flames game. The Flames coming in had a lot of young, young talent. Kachuk, Jankowski, Gaudreau, just a lot of young guys that can really, really play the game. And uh, those young guys would shine in the first period for Calgary. But uh, before Calgary could get on the board, our star, the he's not quite a youngster anymore, but he still is a younger guy. Uh, Tarasenko would put the Blues up one to nothing early in the first period. Made the eight-hour trip. They're going to go to Edmonton and also drive to Vancouver on the weekend. They are there, driving machines, that family. And a drive by Tarasenko, and he drives a top corner. What a shot! And the Blues lead one nothing. Holy jumping! That's in and out of the net. Before you know it, right there over the blocker side. And for Vladdy Tarasenko, boy, has he averaged a ton of shots. In his last five games, he's averaged over five shots on goal in each game. He had 12 attempts in the game against the New York Islanders. Pareko does a nice job of going towards the front of the net, backing off the D. And I think Mark Giordano, number five for the Flames, end up screening his goaltender. Big goal for the Blues to get on the board first. Nice to see that happen. A lot of times when the Blues score first, they win a lot of these games, and that's the way it's been this year. They're up one to nothing on this big goal by Tarasenko's ninth of the year. What a shot, and I do think Smith was screened, but that would be a tough shot because I don't think anybody was expecting him to shoot it that quickly when he got in the zone with just a quick, quick wrister. Just a great goal by Tarasenko, ninth goal of the year. As I said, Pareko gets his fifth assist. Nice pass by Pareko. Stasny worked hard on that, also gets his ninth assist. Three minutes, 32 seconds in. The Blues are up one to nothing and playing pretty good. This was a good game. Both teams had opportunities, and uh, you can tell that from the quick goal. Well, the Blues would not be the only one to get on the scoreboard very quickly. Just a minute and 22 seconds later, uh, Jankowski would get on the board from this great pass with Kachuk to tie this one up at one each early in the first. Drops it back to Giordano, who joins him just off the bench. Across to Hamilton. Chasing the puck himself. Batted up the boards. Flames get it free. There's Jankowski. Scores! Well, his first NHL goal went off his leg. 
That one was a rocket. And we're tied to one. This play was slow in developing. I think Mark Jankowski comes off the bench, and the Blues are unaware that he's going right up Main Street. You're going to see the change. There's Versteeg going off, and there's Jankowski coming on, and Kachuk just notices him, throws it right in the middle. And as you said, Rick, the first one was off the body. This is a great shot. A very nice shot by Jankowski. Very talented kid. I think the Flames are going to get a lot out of this kid over the next few years. I think Yager can teach him a lot. And uh, just a great young player. Jankowski gets his second goal of the year. Uh, the first one went off his own body. But, hey, that happens from time. You take those junk goals when you're the last person to touch the puck. Like I said, his second goal of the year, Kachuk. Uh, gets his eighth assist, four minutes, 54 seconds in. Just a little bit over a minute after the Blues took the lead. Calgary uh, nestles back in to tie it at one apiece. We go back and forth for the next uh, nine minutes or so. Blues having some good opportunities. Mike Smith coming up big. Flames having some good opportunities. Jake Allen making some good saves and saves when he needed to. But 13 minutes and 54 seconds into the first period. Guess who would strike again? That's right, Jankowski with the second goal of the game and his third of the year to give the Flames a 2-1 lead. And then Jankowski's line continued with another chance. Sam Bennett, Yarmir Yager, Jankowski again, right in, scores! Third and two games for the rookie, 2-1 Calgary. Well, if you want to call this the third line, they are on fire right now. Starts with a great face-off win by Jankowski, back to the point, and then it's puck pursuit and strength. Love how they cycle the puck, how they work together. Jankowski goes to the front, reading the play. Yager with that great strength and vision. Spots him. Nice little saucer pass. It was a nice little pass by Yager. Spots him perfectly, and Jankowski gets his third goal of the year and second of the night. And this is a back-and-forth game, guys. Uh, just to, the Blues took the lead. Uh, Calgary comes back, ties it. Calgary takes the lead 2-1. to one. 13 minutes, 45 seconds in. Like I said, Jankowski gets his third of the year. Second of the night, Yager with that little pass gets his fourth assist. Bennett gets his uh, second assist of the year, and the Flames are up 2-1. to one. But just like the Flames, the Blues would battle back, and under three minutes later, they'd be on a power play, and Jaden Schwartz would score a beautiful goal past Mike Smith to tie this one up 2-2 two to two late in the first period. Their coach, Glenn Gullitson, said the PK needs to be a lot better. Schwartz wide open. He scores! A power play goal by Schwartz. And the Blues come right back and tie the game. Literally a good break. Steen goes to one-time it. His stick snaps in half, and the puck goes right over to Schwartz. The Calgary Flames aren't aware of where that puck is, and Schwartz just has it on his back, and he puts it on the forehand and just snaps it to the stick side. The Blues get back in this game, tie it up late in the first period. So nice to see them keep coming back. I wish they wouldn't keep giving Calgary the lead so they wouldn't have to come back. But, man, how great has Jaden Schwartz been this year? Just an awesome goal. The guy does nothing but work hard. I mean, just just a hard worker. Gets his 10th goal of the year, and I say he's the most underrated player in the NHL. Steen gets his sixth assist. Braden Shin gets his 16th assist. Power play goes 16 minutes and 21 seconds into the first period. We leave the first period with the Blues uh, being outshot 12 to 9. 
But I thought the Blues had some good opportunities, and they did score the two goals. I thought Jake Allen was pretty strong in the first period. I know Calgary scored two goals, but he made some pretty good saves to keep this game at 2-2. Two to two. Mike Smith did the same thing, and uh, we go into the second period. Second period would see a goalie change. Lack would come in for the uh, Flames, and, of course, Jake Allen would stay in. There wouldn't be a lot of shots. Four for the Blues. Four for the Blues. One every five minutes, basically. Not good. But the Flames weren't that much better. They only had eight shots. So needless to say, some opportunities for both teams in the second, but no goals in that second period. Going into the third, you're wondering what's going to happen. Is this going to be another back-and-forth game? Is it going to be, uh, you know, one team take control and really start handling the other team and get a big win for their city? Well, let's go ahead and get into the first goal here in the third period. It would be back and forth very quickly and very early. Sam Bennett of the Flames would get his first goal of the year, and he's been really frustrated, so I'm sure he's happy about that. Five minutes, 39 seconds into the third, and it's back and forth. The Flames take the lead 3-2. to two. Angle off on a good play by Sunquist, but the Flames keep it alive as Jankowski gets the puck back. He shoots, stopped by Allen. Jankowski looking for the hat Bennett scores on the rebound. It's been the Flames' best line tonight, and Sam Bennett gets his first of the year, makes it 3-2 Calgary. And what a celebration by Sam Bennett. More like a sigh of relief. First goal of the season. This line has just been dominating here. Good play by Jankowski to take away the outlet pass. And then just go to the net. Sam Bennett just stronger than Bortuzzo. Of course, that's not what the Blues fans wanted to see back at home in St. Louis and across the U.S. and Canada and overseas. But uh, Calgary worked hard, and the Blues keep making mistakes, and that's what's been leading to Calgary goals. Bennett gets his first goal of the year, like I said. Jankowski's having a big night besides his two goals. Gets an assist. Five minutes, 39 seconds into the third. Three to two, Calgary. Went back and forth for the next few minutes. You just had a feeling the Blues were going to get another goal to tie this one up. It would take a few. It would take about six minutes and seven seconds. But Alex Steen, who I don't think has had his best year since coming back, and I know he's been injured, trying to get into the thick of things, trying to get everything back to where it was, and it takes some time. Well, it didn't take him much time in the third period. He got the Blues back to tie it. His second goal of the year, 11 minutes, 46 seconds in, and we are tied at three apiece. Now Steen for Stasny. Back to Steen. He waits. The shot. He scores! Steen let it go. It may have been tipped by Saboka, and the Blues have tied the game at three. Oh, it doesn't hurt to put any puck on net. That's for darn sure. This one a little wrister. It looked to me like Steen was looking to his left and wanted another option, and then he just fired it. A little wrister that deflects off the stick in front of the goaltender, changes direction. There's Stastny, plays it back, and Sabotka's in front. No, I think it might have just gone off the defenseman's stick. Looked to me like Sabotka missed it, and the defenseman's stick right there, or Furland, excuse me, not the defenseman. I love these back and forth games, whether teams score or not, two to two, three to three. It They just make for a lot of fun for the fans, keeps them on the edge of their seat. These are the kind of games we all love, guys. Admit it, regardless of who you're cheering for, it, it's a great game. 
because you don't know who's going to make a mistake and what's going to happen next. Well, in this instance, uh, I think the uh, Flames were the one to make a little bit of a mistake and allow the Blues to tie this one up at three each. Steen's goal, second of the year. Stasny gets his 10th assist. Edmondson gets his second assist. Folks were knotted up at three apiece. The Blues would take a penalty not much longer after this. And like I said, you got to minimize the mistakes. That's been the Blues' issues lately. Minimizing the breakouts, minimizing the uh, bad, bad penalties. It's just going to cost you. And it cost him because under a minute later, Mike Furling got his seventh goal of the year. And it was a power play goal at 12 minutes, 31 seconds to give Calgary the lead right back. Flames win the draw. Brody plays it across. Gets it back. Now Gaudreau with a bit of room. Shoots the flex. Pad save. is going to rebound. And how about Michael Ferlin? Five goals now in his last six games. None bigger than that one. Well, last play, he had a hard time elevating in close. This one, he's able to. This is all because of the setup by the Flames. We've talked often about they like to use the flanks. They get it back to Brody. Here's Johnny Gaudreau, the shot. Gets a deflection along the way. Take a look how quickly Ferlin turns around and elevates that over the pad of Allen. The Blues taketh and they giveth. It's, it's that's the only saying I can think that applies to this game. Just back and forth. Mistake after mistake from the Blues. And you Flames fans, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Flames so far in this game. They have played a very good game. You're playing a good game when you take the team's... Uh, mistakes that give you opportunities and you turn those into scoring chances or goals and that's exactly what the flames did all the blues mistakes it they hurt the blues and they benefited the flames this goal would be uh Ferlin's seventh of the year Gaudreau gets his 17 17 assist Brody gets his ninth assist 12 31 into the third power play goal four to three flames well guess what just as they're starting to announce the goal the Blues score another goal. His second goal of the night by none other than Vladimir Tarasenko. Just a minute and 12 seconds after Ferlin's goal to tie this game up at four apiece. What a fun game. For Hamilton. That's off Shen. Now a two-on-one for the Blues. Schwartz to Tarasenko. He scores! Right back. Number 91 ties the game. Are you kidding me? Thanks for coming. Schwartz picks up the puck, and the left-handed Vladdy Tarasenko has scored the opening goal of this game at 3.32. Makes no mistake in snapping this home. Not a goalie in the world is going to be able to get over there as quickly. Long stretch pass, picked off by Shen. Two-on-one break and a perfect feed. Boy, does Jaden Schwartz put this in the wheelhouse as we isolate on Vladdy Tarasenko. Game tied, 4-4. Indeed, we are tied four to four. I I was just so excited watching this game. I I know I keep saying it, but man, it was a fun game. Tarasenko gets his tenth goal of the year. Schwartz, like I said, the most underrated player in the NHL, gets his fourteenth assist to go with his ten goals. Shin gets his seventeenth assist. We're tied four apiece. Uh, just just when you think the Flames are going to start taking charge, or when the Blues are going to start taking charge, the other team scores back and ties these games up. It went back and forth for the next two minutes or so, minute and 45 seconds. I thought the Flames had a good opportunity. Uh, the Blues, I don't know, I guess that they had a decent opportunity. But it's time for one of these teams to take control of this game. And guys, I'm sad to say, 
it was the Calgary Flames that took control, and they took control fast, and I mean fast. Christopher Stieg has it, flips it ahead for Lazar, intercepted by Stasny, taken away by Versteeg. It goes right to Brower, and he'll take off, working on Dunn. Brower's pass across to Versteeg, scores! And just like that, the Flames are back on top with 5.31 to go. Well, we saw this, the celebration by Sam Bennett. The sigh of relief, and finally, and then sort of the same sort of reaction from Chris Versteeg here. He's going to get the feed. Brower's going to make a nice play at the blue line. And he spots Versteeg, one-timer. That's a save that Allen has to make, but there is a sense of relief from Chris Versteeg after arms up in the air, goes That's to the corner. Off the boards. On the backhand, gives the puck to Shen. Intercepted by Gaudreau. Two on one with Monaghan. Johnny Gaudreau with Monaghan. Gaudreau behind the net. Off the other side, finds Mark Giordano. Giordano, Gaudreau scores! Just a poor decision by Braden Shen at the Flames blue line. Get the puck deep. There's no play, don't force anything. Forces it right there, it's turned over. Johnny Gaudreau and Monaghan now on a two on one on the centerman. Nothing can happen. Great patience from Johnny Gaudreau. Then he spots Giordano. The puck, he loses possession of the puck. It goes right to the stick of Gaudreau. So they get a break on the play by Giordano, but that's just all on Braden Shen. Don't force anything. Steam back to the puck. Stolen. Golik. Backhand. And that hops over the stick of Petrangelo and wide. Backlund steals. Here's Golik. Scores! Make it 20 goals for the Flames in the last four games. So with just about five and a half minutes left in this game, the Blues are in this game. Very quickly, with about two minutes left, they are not in this game. Just mistake after mistake. Chris Fertig gets that first goal to give Calgary a 5-4 to four lead at 14-29. Uh, his third goal of the year. Troy Brower had a big game against his former team. Had uh, three assists, or his third assist of uh, the year. Lazar gets his second assist. And then, of course, uh, Johnny Hockey, as they call him in Calgary. Johnny Gaudreau gets his seventh goal. Giordano with the great assist. That huge mistake by Shin of giving the puck up on an offensive attack. And uh, the Blues are down 6-4 to four at the 18, 18 minutes into the third period. They go ahead and pull the goalie, which I, I don't fully understand why. You're down two goals with two minutes left. You're most likely not going to come back, but hey, they did what they tried to do, and it didn't work out for them because Michael Frolick got his third goal of the year at 18, 50, 18 minutes, 57 seconds in to wrap this one up for the Calgary 7-4. to four. Kachuk gets his ninth assist. Backlund gets his seventh assist, and the Blues just made too many mistakes. Too many mistakes at the wrong time, and the Flames were opportunistic. That's exactly what happened in this game. The Blues have not played well in their last three games. They've just not. And if anybody tells you they have, they're blowing smoke up your butt. Too many mistakes. Too many odd man rushes. Too much standing around. Too many soft passes at the other team intercepts. I mean, come on, guys. you got to fix these issues. Or this losing streak is going to go to four or five games if you don't. Because if you play this way with Edmonton and the offensive skills they have, it's going to be another 7-3, to 8-3, to 8-4 game. Let's shore it up. Let's get better. Cut down on the mistakes, and you should be fine if you play your game. 
Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Blues fall to 13-5-1. The Flames improve to 10-7-0. Shots on goal, 37 for the Flames, 24 for the Blues. Power plays, the Blues were 1-for-1, which was decent to see, nice to see. The Flames were 1-for-3 face-offs. The Blues lost that battle again, 59% to 41%. Bright spot for the Blues. Uh, Tarasenko gets two goals as ninth and 10th. Schwartz adds a power play goal for his 10th and also gets an assist. Steen gets a goal as second and assist. Shin gets two assists, but Shin made that big mistake uh, on that uh, soft pass to give uh, Calgary that sixth goal of the game. Jake Allen makes 30 out of 36 saves. I don't count that 37th shot as a shot he faced. He made 30 saves out of 36 shots on him. Jankowski gets two goals, his second and third in an assist. Uh, Goudreau gets his seventh goal and an assist. Furling gets a power play goal, his seventh. Bennett gets a goal and an assist. Versteeg gets a goal uh, as number three. And also Giordano gets an assist. Lack uh, allowed two goals on 15 shots, of course, after Mike Smith came in and allowed uh, two goals on, uh, I believe, nine shots. And the Blues just didn't play well enough to win, just like they didn't play well enough to win against the Islanders. And they really didn't play great against the Coyotes. Uh, the first, I would say, half of the game, they didn't play good at all. Second half, they started coming back, and that's why they won the game against the Coyotes. But they could have very easily lost that one with the way they played. Let's go ahead and see what Stasny, uh, uh, Petrangelo, and uh, Coach Mike say about this loss. I'm sure they're not going to be happy with it, and I'm sure Coach Mike is going to make some type of changes, and I'm sure these guys are going to pay for this performance. I think that I mean, we lose the game because I turned it over a few times there and comes back after we tie it 4-4. When we did a good job of coming back, you know, being resilient after we let up that um, what was a questionable goal on the penalty. We, we let up a goal, but we came right back and scored a big goal and then uh, just made two careless turnovers, and it was just kind of what we did all night. But... Uh, you know that one's on me, and then you know it wasn't just just wasn't just one shift. I think it was the whole game where we kind of had too many of those turnovers, and we didn't give any help to our goaltender. And that one's on us. Would you say that maybe breakouts and, and work in your own zone was kind of the biggest issue tonight? Um, like I said, I think we, I mean we talked about it in here. I think we just weren't we didn't come out together. We weren't you know through, going through neutral zone as a five man. You know when you're good, when you're playing well, you're smelling each other. You're all within. You're making a lot of little passes. I think when you start stretching. And a lot of guys are, I say, by themselves. Um, you know, here and there it's going to work when you try to catch them off guard. But when that happens, usually it just means, you know, we're not all on the same page. And, you know, we got to kind of reset everything and get back to, to the way we want to play what we know is successful. Paul, you guys have been so good defensively all year. Did 12 goals while well, one was empty net. But in two games, that's got to be really surprising and disappointing, huh? Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's just uh, it's going to happen. But, um you know, it could have been more. Probably should have been more. But but Snakey made some big stops there. You know, in the first and the second. And um, you know, usually we're good when we're even when we're down a goal or up or goal or tied. I think we kind of stick to the game plan. But from the start, I think we just uh, we got too much ahead of ourselves. And, and like I said, we had too many turnovers. Where we played that run and gun style, and it's a lot tougher to play. Um, that's not what makes us successful. I think what makes us successful is when we get the puck behind when we we do possess the puck and. You know, try to try to make them play defense for 20, 30, 40 seconds at a time, and then that's when we capitalize. Yeah, Paul said it. Turnovers. I think uh, it was one mistake after another, and when someone makes a mistake, we need to pick them up. So, uh, got away for it here for a couple games, but uh, didn't get away with it here the last two games. Alex, did you kind of fall into their running gun style a little bit too? Or? Yeah, they're good offensive. We knew nothing to start. We knew we had to 
be tight defensively, and we weren't. And uh, you give a team like this that many good opportunities, they're going to score goals. And same thing happened against the Islanders. So uh, it's tough to play comeback hockey, you know, throughout the game. Still, after that second Tarasenko goal, it was 4-4. Did you feel good? Feel okay as a team? Yeah, we felt good. Again, we gave him another opportunity. I mean, obviously, uh, not a great call there in Yaski, and they score. But um, you know, at that point, we were playing catch up the whole game, so it would have been nice to be on the opposite side of that. You guys have been so good uh, defensively now. 11, I guess, 12 goals in the last two games. Did you just kind of regroup a little bit? Yeah, kind of tighten up. I think we're getting giving them all their opportunities, and most of them are just. Uh, you know, puck errors, and uh, I mean, our goalies can only stop so many great opportunities. They've been great for us all year. It's it's about time that uh, we clean up in front of them. Yeah, we we got we deserve tonight. We deserve to give up six. Uh, yeah, we we are no good. Did you just kind of fall into their running gun style? No, we we weren't ready for. You know what? We we don't we don't fall another team style. We just weren't ready to play, and uh, and. That was evident right from the draw of the puck. We were very fortunate to tie the game up in the third period on a couple of occasions. Very, very fortunate. And uh, and so, yeah, we weren't good, but uh, we were expecting a better response tonight. And we'll have a we'll have a, obviously a real tough practice here leading into uh, heading into Edmonton. You've been so good uh, defensively this year. I mean, yeah. these last two games. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we know it's there. It's just uh, it's a matter of preparing the right way, and we weren't prepared the right way today. That is correct. The Blues most definitely were not prepared for this game. Uh, and uh, you can say that about the Islanders game too because very similar effort, very similar mistakes. And uh, when you see that in a couple games, it's lack of, of uh, execution, uh, executing their game plan. They didn't do it. They, they have been doing it this year, but they didn't do it in these games. And it's cost them. The Blues are a good team. Are they a super great team? Well, they played like it at the beginning of the year. But these last couple games have shown that they're not perfect. And I know there's a lot of Blue fan, Blues fans out there panicking. Oh, bench Jake Allen, bench Jake. There's a lot more issues with this team than Jake Allen. There's other issues that lead to Jake Allen giving up goals. Jake Allen possibly being out of position and allowing two or three guys to come in on him and allowing guys just to skate around the goal. That's not Jake Allen's fault. Jake was at fault for several of these goals. But in my mind, Jake Allen was not at fault for this loss to uh, the uh, Flames. This was not. You can't allow too many breakaways. You can't give the puck up in your own end, allow the other team just to skate around and do what they want to do. And that's what the Blues did. Plain and simple. They didn't execute and the other team took advantage of their mistakes. That's it. You know, they made some of these mistakes at the beginning of the year, but not as many. And teams weren't able to take advantage of them. Now that they're making more, the teams, on average, are going to take more advantage of them. And it's got to stop. And like I said earlier, the Blues players are going to pay for this. They're going to have a very, very hard practice tomorrow from what I can see. I don't think it's going to be an easy practice. And I don't think Coach Mike is going to be the nicest person to deal with. So the Blues have the hard practice tomorrow. They move on to Edmonton. Edmonton played terrible the first of the year, couldn't score, but they started to play better. They're putting things together, and this is going to be a tough game for the Blues. They can't make the same mistakes, as I said earlier. They make the same mistakes against Edmonton, and it's going to be 2 to nothing, 3 to nothing, 4 to nothing very quickly. The Blues can't get involved in this back-and-forth game like Edmonton likes to play. So hopefully they won't do that. Hopefully on Thursday, on Friday, we'll be talking about a Blues victory and we'll forget about these two losses. 
The only thing else I have to say to you Blues fans, you're lighting up Twitter being so negative. Come on, guys. Uh, you know, we're only about 20 games in. It, it's not the end of the world. You know, if this was uh, 70 games in and the Blues had lost five, six, seven games in a row, three games in a row, and they were close to being out of a playoff spot, yeah, start wigging out. But everybody calm down, relax, have some sleepy time herbal tea or something, and just calm, just, just, just stay cool. It's going to get better, and then it's probably going to get bad again, and it'll get better. That's what a hockey season is. It's not all rainbows and kisses and hugs. You know, sometimes it's 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 ditch digging, it's falling in jail, it's dirty things, and that some things bad type things happen. So I just want everybody to calm down and relax. The blues will be fine. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Drop Podcast. As always, I've been your host, Lance Descott. Until next time, stay safe. Enjoy the rest of the week of Blues Hockey while they're on the road. Make sure when they come back to Scott Trade, you go down and see him. And of course, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.